It's Tuesday. We haven't gone with that one for a while. It is Tuesday. You texted it all day today. Oh, I felt like it all day long today. It's Tuesday in the sweatiest basement in Kensington studio. Listen to a little Genesis with my friends Kevin Ricca, T. Strachan, Matt, the Real Deal Seal. We're joined by, well, you know, T. Special guest. Yeah, special guest. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this over. This is the audible, but I'm gonna turn this over. Thank to, you, to and I appreciate let's, that. Let's, uh, let's introduce our special guest We do, we do have a special tonight. guest here tonight. Uh, the quarterback of the D.C. Divas, Allison Hamlin. Allison, thank you so much for coming in tonight. Thank you for having me. It's super fun having a, an actual real athlete. That's right. Besides, real just, pro besides athlete. just me on this. Well, no, I'm just saying. True besides current just me pro athlete. We haven't had a current pro athlete in this basement. Fred Smoot included. Mario Cooper. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I guess he was a current. NFL athlete. Come on, so, we get it done in the basement studio, Kensington, Maryland. All right, so you're the second <laughs> well, professional but, athlete. But the first female. <laughs> That's true. Absolutely. Well, I mean, Kevin hits, checks a lot of boxes. <laughs> You've seen him these he days. He came right out the you box. Know, I'm never skipping pre-production <laughs> meetings ever again. All of a sudden, T's doing intros. I'm getting skewered. Oh, yeah. All right, I'm going to warm it up here a little bit. Come on. No, early so, on Tuesday. And, and let's be honest, as far as special guests go, and I, everything I've read about you, your humbleness is just, it reeks. So I'm just going to go ahead and say it, and then you can blush like I am right now. The greatest female tackle football player in the history of the world. And that's what, that's what I understand. That's what I've read. That's what I've heard. And the more research you do, it makes perfect sense. So welcome to the basement, Allie. Thank you. I, nice, nice having uh, biased fans in my corner. Thank you. <laughs> that's not biased. She's mastered every, uh, everything you read. It's about the team. It's about, it's about the coach. Oh, the fans today really carried us. Like, come on. You threw four teeters. Let's just, let's just say, take a compliment. But that's so cool. I was telling my little daughter about this today. How cool is that for us, who all have daughters, to be able to share what we're doing tonight and have you in the basement and talk a little bit about it? It is super cool, considering yeah. uh, we all grew up at the same time, and that was unheard of. So Absolutely. It's, it's definitely awesome. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about that, because we also pride ourselves on being super local. And you're super Hyper local. local. Hyper local. Uh, we love talking about you know high school sports. Um, graduate of Eleanor Roosevelt, 94, same year as all of us. Mm -hmm. um, we didn't know each other uh, back then. We know we have a lot of uh, friends in common. Um, but you excelled in softball. What else at Eleanor Roosevelt? I played softball, volleyball, and basketball. Okay. So how many, what was your how favorite many sport of those? You know what's crazy? Basketball was my first love. Mm -hmm. um, I grew up um, in College Park, and all the teams I played on were with boys. I was really lucky. My dad um, was the coach of a lot of the teams. I was the only girl, and but it, you know, I never felt I was never made to feel any different, um, and basketball was definitely my first love but there weren't a lot of opportunities in Prince George's County and actually I played in the hot shots in Montgomery County mm -hmm. all growing up um, and I always wanted to play division one play in the ACC and it wasn't going to be with basketball <laughs> <laughs> so, was, it, was it a vertical thing yeah it was missing probably <laughs> about six seven inches uh, that was the first of many um, things but I kind of focused on softball and, and you know kind of took it from there Played at Maryland. Played at Maryland. Uh, tell us a little bit about your time at Maryland. At a high level. Yeah. Very yeah. High level. Um, Back in the ACC days. Yeah. Um, it was a great time. Uh, we had a great pitcher, Kelly Shipman. She was actually just in inducted into, uh, or she's going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. She was from the Maryland. Wasn't she yeah. from Southern Maryland? Was she yeah. from uh, Northern? Northern. Yeah. Of course. Come on. Yeah. Oh, Kelly. <laughs> 
She That's actually, impressive. I think, I think she still holds them. Think I don't do my research before this show starts? <laughs> I, don't, I know all about Kelly Shipman. Career yeah, at Northern so, High School. She's a patriot. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, Cavalier, maybe. But I, I, I got to be honest. You know, softball, you play like eighteen thousand games a year, and you, when you catch, you know, you catch every one. Like you were I a catcher. Just, yeah. Oh wow. Um, and I just, I'm paying. Let's put this way, I'm paying for it big time <laughs> now. Knees. Oh my god, it's bad. Um, and then I switched to she football really, when I graduated. Yeah, you just get taking it easy. You know, you know what? I need to take it easy on my knees. I'm just going to switch to tackle football. Pretty much. Well, that was pre knee knee savers, which is sure. huge. I mean, now you right. know you have those like you know triangle pads, and oh my gosh, I mean, just so. Now before we jump to right to football, you, you, a lot happened before that, though. I mean, you, you graduated from the University of Maryland in '98, mm-hmm. um, and then you had were you a criminal justice major? Yep. So mm-hmm. what did you do immediately after that? Um, I went right from uh, University of Maryland into, I basically wanted to be a police officer. My goal was to go to the FBI eventually, and I applied to every department in the, in the region. Prince George's County picked me up first, and it, it was a blessing. Uh, it was an awesome department. And there was, back then, everyone wanted to be the police. So there was actually a two-year hiatus, so they hired me on as a dispatcher, and I, I waited for the academy. Until oh, wow. academy came up, so I went right from college to to uh, police department. Where then, where uh, where in PG County? Um, so um, I'm currently assigned to the homicide unit, um, and we're out of Palmer Park, at a headquarters. Yep. Okay. So we cover the whole county. So just you know, I, <laughs> he's he's a county guy. I, I, went, I went to McNamara in okay. uh, yeah. Forceville. Of course. So. Yeah. Actually, my I went to uh, St. I spent Mary's. Mo- I spent half of my young adulthood in in PG County. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Hydesville. Absolutely, and then Maryland. Yeah, in Maryland, sure. Yeah, Upper Marlboro and Forestville. So I don't think I think you were on the other side. Kevin Rick was on the other side of the planet. No, but I went to Catholic, and I definitely oh, ate true. a lot of meals on Route One. <laughs> you know, uh, definitely hit Ratsy's on occasion. Oh, you, yeah. And then one of the bigger wings, you had to head over to Cluck U because their cheese fries were oh, God, knocking yes. out of the park. And at the Cheesesteak Factory next door, you could get a little chicken. Che- N- mm-hmm. Enough about me in College Park. And, 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 and. But, this, but you wanted you, you wanted to keep active. So, so you you found adult leagues and you know to, so yeah I was playing class A I still was you know still was wanted to stay competitive softball so league I was playing in a class soft A pitch yep uh, fast pitch no I was playing fast pitch oh yeah I was playing in class A I was traveling and then flag football came up and um, someone said you know what I think you'd be a really good quarterback and I just started playing and that, that was all she wrote um, and actually the first year of, of the tackle league the DC Divas. I, I blew it off. I didn't think it would last. I didn't even play. I didn't try out. Went to a game. I was like, man, I'm missing out. <laughs> Obviously, that's all she wrote. The greatest sport in the planet. What, what, what year was that? The greatest sport. It is the greatest on the sport. Planet. Oh, by a mile. Uh, so that would have been 2000. Yeah, 2000. 2001. So, yeah, here we are. I just turned 40. And <laughs> How many years are rocking? <laughs> Where How many years? Uh, 16 for the team, and I've played 14. I didn't play the first year, and then I took a year off in between. So. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. And how many championships now? We have three. The we two went back to back. Back to back to back. Back to back. And we went and we won in 06, and then we won, we've won 15 the and last 16. Two. Yeah, okay. the last two. So. But Favorites for this year? Sure. <laughs> there you go. Well, Dallas was undefeated until you took them down in the championship. They're no joke. Yeah. I, you know, I still um, – I just watched the game for the first time a couple weeks ago because it was – the most stressful game I've ever played. Like every single down, I felt like my entire career was at play, if that makes sense. Like 
I just felt like everything was on the line every single down. I never have played a game like that. And I have to constantly remind myself that we won because I, I get so stressed out just thinking about the game. It was that good of a game. Wow. So, yeah. I'm, I'm jealous. I haven't had those thoughts and feelings in a very, <laughs> yes. very long time. Oh, talk, talk at first, though, about how, how you did get into it, what the league was like. I'm sure a lot of the people listening to this have no idea there's professional women's football, nonetheless, here in our nation's capital. Yeah, it, it's sad that, you know, most people haven't heard about it. And um, this area is tough, I think, because there's so many sports, um, you know, so many things to do. You know, we play April to July. We try to offset the men. Um, you know, but Saturday nights, it's tough. And, and we don't get a lot of coverage. Um, the Washington Post just started covering us the past couple of years. But in general, we just don't get that game-to-game coverage. Um, it's gotten better, and I, I can honestly say that the quality of the sport is way better. I mean, you know, it was like learning a foreign language. None of us grew up playing. Right. The best athletes in the world, but, you know, you have to know how to apply your body, obviously. Um, and now, you know, we have a really good flag lead that transition, but it's a totally different sport, flag attack. Sure. You know, so the learning curve is the, the biggest issue. And then at the same time, I mean, this is just something you guys do for fun. Right. But talk about how hard it is. <laughs> to keep the league going, to keep the team going, to, to keep everybody involved and all of that other stuff because you're not getting paid the millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars that other professional athletes in this town are making. No, we're not. And, uh, it, you know, as good as our team has, has gotten, I can only imagine if that's all we did, how good we'd be, you know, because, um, you know, the dedication's there, the heart's there. It's the purest, you know, form, love of the game. But, you know, the time, we just don't have, you know, you're used to watching film every day or, you know, um, and, you know, most of us do a lot on our own, but you can only practice two, three times a week. Right. Um, yeah. It's it's totally different beast, you know. So, and the sport is so expensive just within itself, traveling a team. Right. You know, last year the championship was in Los Angeles and it cost $25,000 to go. Wow. Of course, we found a way, but, you know, that's, that's hard for most people. How can people that are listening now get involved and help? Oh, man. I mean, we're always, um, you know, looking for any kind of help. Uh, DCDivas.com. You can, um, you know, sponsor any kind of player. Um, you know, you can help the team out. Um, we're always looking for help on game days and help with travel and help with even just pads and training fees. I mean, we, you know, work. you can't just run out of gym for practice, for example. Right. You have to run out of whole football field. It's $200 an hour. It's not right. cheap, you know. Um, we used to actually go to University of Maryland in the winter on the turf and coal, okay. which was awesome. Um, it was very nostalgic for me. Was, Maybe they'll let you in the new facility. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Something, something tells me that's not going to happen. But, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, And whatever. you call home the, the sports and learning complex over there in yeah, FedEx Field, right? Yeah, yeah. That's where your home games are. Yeah. We've been there since 2005. So let me let me segue there to the fact that I was I was honored to be an honorary captain of one of your games two years ago I believe took my little girls out there uh, guys it was awesome I had I had behind the scenes access to you guys getting ready and 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 getting pumped for the game and the, the pregame speeches and everything I got chills um, I know I did because because. It was the way that you guys were approaching the game was no different from the way I ever approached a game, a game with a team, or that I see the Maryland guys approaching a game. It, it, it was, it was the real deal, and you guys really do love it. And it was funny though, where 
you guys were getting dressed in the locker room. I'm hanging out on the outside. People are coming in and out. All of a sudden, a woman comes running up. She's all done up with makeup and everything. You guys are trying to strap her shoulder pads on real quick because she had to go out and sing the national anthem. I mean, it was just... But it was the passion and, and the the excitement, and, and you could tell the way that you got I mean, guys, it was it was awesome. It was awesome to see. You were asking me for halftime adjustments uh, during halftime when you were getting ready to run back out there. It was, and it, it's a, it, for those of you who are listening, especially if you have daughters, take them out there, see a game. It's, it's really a cool experience. I think we need to do that, gentlemen. I think yeah. that would be fantastic because everything I'm hearing is how I grew up in this sport. Yeah. You know, we're all from football. I'm a former football family. My grandfather was a skin. My dad's coach forever. But figuring out how to get practice fields and how to get everyone to one place and how the heck are we going to pay for it, <laughs> that's all we had. I mean, mm-hmm. this era is a little bit different with some of the money in town, but that, that's the true the, the true nuts and bolts of the sport that we all adore. And we're all the same age, so we all, we're all in the same boat. It, it's awesome to hear about you guys doing it like this. I appreciate that. It means a lot coming from you guys. I didn't play on a single non-dirt field right. yeah. until, until yeah. I was, like, running around on one. Maybe in college, like college had one, that, you know, for intramurals. But that was – I never played on turf. Me never. neither. Me neither. I was, think, I was thinking that out at your home field the other night. All the big high school football game playing at the PG Sports and Learning, and I was going, man, I never played one game on this. At Catholic University, before the biggest game in school history, we were squeegeeing <laughs> off the sidelines at like 9 in the morning you know, to make sure there was no standing water. I mean, that was college. That's true, yeah. And that was for a Division three playoff spot. You know, I guess say what you want about that, but I was squeegeeing. I know that much. That was a tough game. That was a tough one. Oh, we rolled, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what I found... Um, Interesting and in, in reading up on you is you've been asked over and over again what was the toughest part about becoming a professional football player. I want to see if you remember what you said. Hmm. The toughest part about the, the game, picking it up. Oh, uh, lear- learning it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I really, I seriously remember in the beginning studying it more than I did in college, like for, you know, college exams. I mean, mm-hmm. so. It's so intricate, and I, I mean, I think the, the greatest part about it is you can never master it. You know, there's so many things that, you know, you constantly build off of. Oh. Um, I mean, you know. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I mean, you can get pretty darn good at it, but if you're not Thank constantly, you. you. <laughs> if you're not constantly watching film or if you're not constantly staying on top of it, you know, um, it'll, it'll bite you in the butt, you know? And you couldn't, and you also had said you couldn't really play at 100% speed right. until you understood... Right what you're doing and in football I mean it's, basketball sure. sometimes you can get by just by athletic ability alone not in this game you know and you say it's the greatest game in the world because it also you know I don't want to speak for you guys but I think you, you agree it can transcend to life oh, yeah. you know in terms of how you prepared and how you perform and the things you do in life that you, I, I feel like you apply on a daily basis in what you do as a PG County homicide is it detective or yeah, yeah. sure I mean, it's there's a correlation there. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I think football, you know, we've all experienced, it's really life lessons. I mean, so many different ways, so many different emotions, things that you, you'll never feel in, in your regular life. Um, you're constantly, and then and you're, brought, you're, you're brought these emotions with a bunch of people that you may not necessarily have picked out in your life to be friends or that you would never have met otherwise but sure. weren't for this team, you know, and... It just really, um, 
it's amazing uh, what this team has done for me personally, you know, really life altering. And what it, you watch what it does to other people, especially women, and this goes for any sport with women and girls, it, you know, just the confidence in general in life, you know, and um, just this whole notion that women can't be beautiful and powerful, you know, and I think that's really changing. Um, I think we're in the era of the woman of the powerful woman in right. general. Um, and I think that that notion is changing. But when I grew up, you know, that wasn't, I, I just, I think I was just lucky enough to either be good enough to hang with the boys or, you know, I, my parents were, handled me so well that I never really noticed it. But I think a lot of, you know, people don't have that opportunity. Um, and, but, you know, it's just, you know, it's amazing what the sport does. And it definitely, you know, especially at quarterback, you know, you have to constantly be even keel and level-headed and, and, you know, never really show one side too heavy or the other, and it's the same as with my job, you know. There's tons of times I want to cry. There's tons of times I want to yell. There's, you know, tons of times I want to hit someone, but you can't do it, you know. It's like being a Redskins fan. <laughs> right. Oh, well, that that's a different story. Don't get her started. I asked her. <laughs> you were supposed oh, to come so in a couple angry. weeks ago. Yeah. This is when Redskins were at their, their lowest after two losses in a row. I said, what are you, are you a Redskins fan? You were a diehard. I said, what do you think? And she goes, well, you're, they need to get a running game. Because you can't throw the ball that many times and win. I said, "Come on, you're a quarterback." I said, "Right, right." I said, yeah. "You're a quarterback. You would love to throw the ball 50 yeah. times a game." What'd you say? Heck no. <laughs> that's that's like you can only play with house money so long. See, it does not win. Uh, She's the ultimate games. team player. <laughs> but it's true. I wouldn't true. mind throwing around 50 times a game. How many quarterbacks in the NFL are throwing the ball 40 times yeah. and winning day in and day out? It just doesn't happen. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'd like, I'd like someone to have given me that opportunity maybe once. Because <laughs> uh, we didn't grow up in the era of chucking it around 50 no, times a game. College. Sure. Yeah. What, was it, what, what did you average in college? Oh, Catholic. nothing. Well, I, I, I'm glad you say that. My little brother played at college at Catholic University 10 years after I did. And he threw the ball on average 15 times a game more than I did. Really? Uh, 10 to 15. On average. I mean, you, you were like up, 20, he was 10. like 35. I was throwing the ball like 20 to 25 mm -hmm. times a game, and he was up in the 35 range always. Sure and that's just how the evolution of that offense uh, came to be. But after his senior year, and he broke all my records, and I said, just make it K Ricca. His, the his name's are Keith. better. Come on, man. And yeah, uh, you know, I, I might have I taught Keith him a thing or two. But he gets an award at the Pigskin Club, at the Brookland Club. He gets a Pigskin Award in 2006. Mm -hmm. And I actually met you with Rich Daniel that night. And you were there, and you guys had just won your first championship, and you got an award that night. And uh, I forget, I know Glenn Harris was the MC. Yes, of And course. on the stage, Glenn Harris was talking about the DC Divas and looked over at the table. I'm the oldest of six, and my sisters are all tremendous athletes, and said, Rich Daniel, you need to get to that oh, table get right over there right now and start recruiting. Because, buddy, I'm telling you, they might. And my sisters' faces went bright red. But the whole idea of it 10 years ago was kind of like, ha-ha. Now it's like, man. <laughs> get out there. <laughs> how, how I don't many, know if they're going to, but somebody's sisters are going to. And hopefully, hopefully, hopefully yeah. maybe one of those girls listens to this show tonight and then maybe shows up on the field. Maybe, maybe that happens. How's your recruiting efforts going? It's good. I mean, it's, you know. That sounds like a, a job for the GM more than anybody. Yeah. Who he, I'm glad you, you mentioned, Kevin, and Rich Daniel, the, the, the GM great. of the DC Divas. He, he's been the GM now for... The whole, since day one. Yeah. This yeah. is year I mean, 17. He's, so. he's totally committed. He's, he's, he's totally into it. And oh, he's great. He's, he's got to do better. You say you're saying he's got to do a better job recruiting. No, him. he's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I, I, we, you know, the, the, our front office is three men, and they've been in our corner from day one. Yeah. And it makes such a difference. Um, Who are the others? So my dad bought the team in 2004, um, and then Neil Rosendahl 
um, is our VP of communications. He runs all our social media. Um, but it's pretty cool to have, especially someone like Rich Daniel, you know, in our corner from, you know, who, who believed in us when we didn't know anything. If any school. of you see a white, what is it, a blazer yeah, with DCDs, yeah. that's, that's Rich. <laughs> yeah. It's all. It's all not Al Kelling. <laughs> it's in fact Rich. So tell us, uh, let, let, let's lighten it up. Give us some of your favorite moments, fun moments. She's just going to talk about all her teammates, dude. Well, <laughs> this is well, what she does. But come on. You now us, let's get down to it. Insight. Your How favorite. Is it just, yeah. you're, you're amongst a bunch of guys who know, who have played and been teammates, who've been captains of their team. We, we get it. We've said the same thing. <laughs> so you, I, I mean it, though. I'm not. <laughs> I know, but you have to have a few individual times, like you said. I can't believe we won that game. I just watched it again. I have to oh, pinch yeah. myself. Oh yeah, and but there has to be a few things. Someone that you stiff arm that just deserved yes. it, right in the jaw. Maybe a throw, maybe a, an escape into a third down conversion. Something that you did. That come on. Well, no. Well, that game was interesting because um, we had our our superstar player. She she was a point guard at Arizona. Perfect example of. Uh, world-class athlete, didn't know the sport, finally really came into it and became the best player in the world. Gets hurt uh, the second play of the game. It's a deep out, lands on the foot, and she's never been hurt in her life. Okay? She's just turned 30 years old, you know, top of, top of the game, never been hurt. And we're, we had all these plans for her, and she goes out, and they're bringing the house because, you know, she basically was taking the top off the defense, and, you know, they weren't blitzing because of the fear. And, and we have other great receivers, too, but um, so three straight down, we go three and out. Two are, they bring the house. One, I try to throw the ball away, and I don't get the ball back to the line of scrimmage. And then the other, I just take the sack. And I'm, I'm thinking, what the heck are we going to do here? <laughs> like, this is not good. So I'm... Your I'm, Deshaun Jackson was taken away. Right, yeah. exactly, okay. exactly. Um, and they usually, you know, we usually see a cover two man, but... With also with help over top, like you know, she usually basically takes away three defenders. She just completely changes the landscape of of facing other teams. So we're you know we're I, we go to Eric Evans, who you guys played with what, back in the day. He's our offense. yes, he's my offense. What's up, Eric? Man, he's the greatest OC <laughs> on the planet, the planet. You talk about a guy who doesn't have an ego. OCs. When you have an ego, it's trouble. But he doesn't have one. But that's a whole other story. But um, he's a so, good man. <laughs> you know, we looked at each other, and he's like, "Hey, let's just, you know, let's have fun with it. You never know. Let's just find a way." So I had, um, I'm pretty much a pocket quarterback. I've never run all that much. It's kind of the joke on the team, except for straightforward on sneaks or here and there. And a couple times, I had to, I had to roll out of the pocket and throw on the run, which I've never done in my career. Um, and, you know, we, we got things going, and all of a sudden, you know, we're down 13 nothing with less than two minutes in the half, and we go out of the half up 14-13. So it was awesome. Yeah, it was times like that. But, I mean, seriously, you know, we went we won in 2006, and honestly, after winning in 2006, we, we thought we were going to have multiple championships. And you realized how hard it is to win a championship. You know, we went undefeated that year, and I remember our coach, um, our late coach, Ezra Cooper, telling us, you know, savor this moment. It's hard to go undefeated, you know, in your life. You'll have it for the rest of your life. No one can take it from you. I'm thinking to myself, whatever, we're going to go, we're going to win five in a row, you know, nine years in between. Oh, my goodness. The, the, the losses are just gut-wrenching, you know. Um, we went back in 2009, got upset. So, honestly, winning the championship last year was just, it was such a, it's just a relief of all the hard work day in, day out, what it takes to get to win a championship. And then going back to back was just, I mean, 
it was it was awesome. I mean, for me, my career playing sports my whole life, it was it was the greatest greatest moment of my sporting life. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I bet in your line of work, you are surrounded by a lot of very tough, probably accomplished uh, female athletes. Um, do they ever size you up and be like, "Come on, come on"? If you do it, anyone can do it. Come Actually, on, let's, I, I work with a bunch of alpha men. Okay, okay. I mean, I assume <laughs> that are, as well. Were, were a lot of them were athletes. Um, but you know, when you're the top dog, everyone wants to try and t- you know take you down. You ever get you know they just were like just anybody jealous? like tried to challenge you to like just, throwing a football yeah, farther? Oh or yeah, something? guys all the time. Are they really? I, I tell them all the time. I can't embarrass them in front of all their friends. <laughs> there, you you know? there you go. Smart. I, it would do a lot to their confidence. So, is it truthful to say you are the Tom Brady of women's professional football? Not Tom Brady. Not Tom the Brady. greatest football player of all time. Right now. Yeah, Jerry Rice. Okay, so we'll No, go at any position. Red Grange? I don't know. Jerry Rice? The Jerry Rice. Lawrence Taylor? We're talking about any position here. She's so what do you red. Think? I know for, for he, those he of you up my for those question, you listening, but sorry. <laughs> people do say that to you. The goat. Yeah, I mean they, they do describe they you that way. They go. Yeah, we don't have the second best player of all time in the basement, Tim. That's all <laughs> Put I'm saying. Put your ego aside. It is pretty cool. Hey, you know, listen, uh, I've played with the best players in the world and three championships. I mean, you can't beat that. You know, um, and so lucky to play as long as I've had. And honestly, I think a lot of it, with, especially with football, is the experience. I mean, you look at Brady. Brady's obviously sick, but like Peyton, the last three, four years have been just his brain you know and See, that I, was going to be my follow-up I mean, question seriously. would you rather be called tom brady <laughs> or the or the or the peyton manning of <sighs> See, that was where i was going with that i told you you guys you guys bone me on pre-production i, I had, don't want to talk about a, it anymore i had a whole system in place <laughs> who would you rather have I, you know they're both pretty darn good uh you're the ones listening so you can i, I always thought peyton they're, was they're both, their families do yeah yeah they're both i mean but what brady's doing is just sick yeah. Just sick. I mean, just but she said Peyton. I, you know, she, she did bring him in the conversation. No, no, she said she takes. Oh, Peyton you said Peyton. Peyton. I just want to make sure. I, I, I want to make sure you heard I got one that for you, Allie. So, anyone who like goes on, you know, anyone who's been a, a casual sports fan uh, over the last year and a half or so has has come across um, that, that girl Michelle from Florida State, who's like been been lobbying for a spot on was lobbying, and and folks were lobbying Jimbo Fisher at various points uh, to, to give her a shot at something. Um, she has all those, like, crazy videos out. You know, she can, you know, do anything. Uh, mm-hmm. and, but but we talked about it, but, you know, flag being different, obviously, mm-hmm. than, than tackle football. Um, has, do, first of all, do you, know, do you know anything about her? Is she going to mm-hmm. be coming into the league? Uh, she doesn't want to play tackle. She doesn't want to play tackle. Well, Come that, that, on, that man. That question's been answered. She doesn't want to get hit in the mouth, Ken. <sighs> I, not, see, that's his not a lot of people do, buddy. Not that's a lot of people yeah, do. I, I, I appreciate that because that's one, one thing we said right away yeah. is that there's there's the flag game and there's the... The game's not for game everybody. Game. I know. Yeah. It's just, you, you, you would think she, you know, she could do something, but hey, if she can't handle it, she can't handle it. I mean, yeah. do, you get, you know, do you get young ones like that that come in and, and blow it up right away and then just, you know, or... or I mean, yeah. she was. She, she, she was. Uh, God, this is so disappointing. It's got to be a learning. I think. So the, I think the thing is, there's a learning curve, and yeah, it isn't until huge. you get the learning yeah. down until you can be at least and effective co- or, yeah. or or not. You know, much less dominant. Mm-hmm. But how long? Like, who who are some of the younger girls that, where it kind of maybe took them a little less time than others? You know, the freak athletes can get away with a lot early on, right. but you know, 
especially, you know, well, like Donna off- Wilkerson back in the day. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, when she, she was, was just so. She's still playing. Yeah, she's still playing. But she was so physically so dominant that she could just run over people. You know what I mean? The um, animal. The animal. The animal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, the game has gotten so good that it's hard um, to, you know, to really get away with that. Well, tell me if I'm wrong. What I'm what I'm surmising here is that you know people like that don't come off the street anymore and don't do that because of the culture that you guys have built as an organization from start to, to, yeah. to now. Seems to me like no one just shows up. That's that's no. that's like not, any other. Not in DC. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And you know our whole starting lineup um, are eighty percent Division One athletes. Like you know, big time. From all walks of life. Big Softball, basketball, lacrosse. So, like, you know, lacrosse. our starting receivers, um, one started at Arizona, one started at Georgia Tech. She's 6'3". One started at Wake Forest. She's 6'5". Like, like, I wouldn't mind we're throwing talking somebody 6'5". Like, we're talking, like, big time athletes that, you know, and even them, they came in and they, you know, it, it, you really have to check your ego at the door because you really have to, you know, almost surrender yourself to the sport because otherwise... If you think you're better than it, it's not going to work. Well, you know? six three six five. Damn QB. <laughs> I see why you're playing into your forties. <laughs> Maybe just one more year. Yeah. How much longer? How much longer are you going? I, I don't know. Um, you know, part of me just really thinks that think that it's time. It's time to go. So, um, I'll still be with the organization one way or another. Uh, it's been peace with me for so long, but. I don't know, you just, you, you always hear that, you hear athletes talk about how they just knew it was time, and I was afraid I'd never feel that, but I felt that for the first time, ever. Really? Yeah. So Are we breaking this? One more? Is this being broken? <laughs> Does anyone else know about this? Is this news? Uh, it, it is kind of news. I yeah. Mean, my, you know, my, most of the team knows. Um, so it, it's, it's, I feel like what we did was, you know, was amazing, and Again, you can only play with house money for so long. And I feel like my body's also on the brink of, could be on the brink of, you know, a major injury. And I just feel like it's kind of time to pass the torch and, and yeah. give back to the sport in a different way. So are we setting up a press conference tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Is that what but we're I doing? I, that's the thing. I, I never want it's never, you know, I never want it. It's See, just not about me. Again. It's about the team. So, um, But what we all did together as a team is just something that, you know, take with you forever. So, And Eric... Uh, Eric went, um, and he's helping uh, the Baltimore team, um, and I, I can't play without him, so he's listening. Wait, so, oh, whoa. So, oh, so like, we're saying yeah, there's nothing so there's final. I want to take the girls out to watch you sling it one more time. You know, uh, you know a, lot of, a lot of these 40-year-old athletes also say they're retiring, don't they? Uh, Eric, hey, Eric, did you hear that, Eric? I, I've never said it and, and come back. The, wind, said it, so. the window is open. The window is well, I hope so. Sport. I'd like to watch you yeah. sling it out there at the PG that. Sportsplex. That'd maybe be, that'd maybe be instead cool. of a conference, uh, a press conference, we'll, we'll schedule a meeting. No. <laughs> it, it can't be. But our championship is online to watch. It's oh, yeah. Online. Yeah. I just, I, I, I like to breathe it's it in from out. the sidelines. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, How about coaching? Yeah, no, I, and that's the thing. I would love to coach. I would love to give back. Um, a lot of, you know, going back to what you were saying, a lot of the issue is there's women that just don't have the opportunities that, say, I've had in D.C., um, with a really solid team, really solid coaching. Um, so I really would like to give back to the young quarterbacks across the country. We did the World Games uh, last year at, at the Saints facility, and this year they're going to be in Orlando. 
And the NFL is actually uh, partnered with USA Football and uh, Sam Rappaport. Just NFL just signed her to help women get into the NFL. Um, and that's not that's not obviously playing there, but um, helping the sport grow, right. basically. Yep. Do you guys have so, a camp? Have you thought about having a camp for, for young girls? That's my goal. So that's that's it's it's a World Games camp and. Last year, there were teams from all over the world that uh, players from all over the world that played, which was great. And I co- I helped coach it, and that's what I'd like to do: start a quarterback camp, annual quarterback camp for around the world. And I have help, to show you the video of my my eight year old daughter doing a three step drop that I taught her not too long ago. Oh yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> well, well, this is great. awesome. This yeah. is awesome. Thanks this has been awesome to, to be a part of. No, thank uh, you so much for and, having and, me. And and it just jumps out at your most victories as, of a starting quarterback is all time, multiple MVPs. Three championships. If it is over, uh, you got a hell of a lot to be proud of. And uh, aside from that, keeping the streets clean in PG County all yep. week long while thank doing you, this during the so season. Much. Yeah, it's one of these things that we do on Tuesday nights, guys. That you go, man. You know that was that was really cool. Yep, yeah. that's right. Thanks, Han- thanks, Alec. Hey, thanks for having me. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you so much. This Allie. guy, this guy over here, is Kevin Ricca. That guy over there, it's T Stracken. Matt, the real deal seal. Our good friend Pete Twitty. Our our awesome uh, guest tonight, Allie, who, by the way, uh, we are is the goat. We did break her um, pot- her potential retirement with a crack. First with the window news. cracked open, <laughs> um, and she's also the f- the first uh, overall draft pick in the First Amendment Sports uh, flag league that we're starting. Uh, <laughs> so look, be looking forward to that, everybody. Where, My name. Where a woman has to play every down, and I could be the quarterback. No, oh, yeah. no, hey. no, no. You have to wrestle the quarterback duties away from Ken, right, right. but no, you're, not at all. But I'm wide open at tight end. you definitely moved ahead of Kevin on the depth chart, but you're still trailing T. Uh, it's a terrible team. Uh, a, this team has got a lot of heart. This team that is the audible. Thank you so much.